So for the workers like us, trapped like butterflies in concrete, Tuesday's always the bluest of days. And I don't mind admitting, I was feeling low as we began our round the next day. The sun was shining again though. We made our way quickly round the first few bins and then pulled into the botanic gardens for our breakfast a little bit after nine o'clock. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Malcolm's in today. I'll go and have a look. Eric went as if to open the door, but then hesitated. Are you shy, Eric? No, 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 I'm not shy. I, I just wasn't sure whether to eat my piece before I go out. He didn't have to decide, though, because just at that minute his door opened from the outside, and there was Malcolm waiting for him already. I'm a long-lost brother in horticulture. Good to see you again, Eric. And where shall we let this fine day take us, my friend? I, 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 I don't know. I've, I've never seen glasshouses. I'd, I'd like to see the trees too. Or I could spend all day in the rose garden, if, uh, if I'm telling you the truth. The glasshouse it shall be. So how has life treated you since we last met? As their voices faded away, I could hear Eric telling Malcolm about the day we'd had yesterday. From the bin with the broken lid at Doors Home Park, right through the lady with the constipated poodle at Kelvin Side Meadow, to the stink we'd created in the traffic at Great Western Road, making our way back to the yard. I'd never heard Eric speak in these tedious rhythms of everyday life before, and I hoped he wouldn't make it a habit. I preferred his communications when they were occasional and meaningful. Meanwhile, I turned to my novel, which was anything but tedious, and by the time I'd navigated my way through a plotline involving alternative refrigerator-based fetishes and a subplot involving a cat's tongue and Mrs Fletcher's genitalia, I could hear their voices fading back into focus. Eric was still talking, and when he'd finished, he was panting and out of breath, and it was me that Malcolm spoke to. Your partner in the world of doggy hygiene is a fascinating man, Barry, and I've heard a lot about you too. A talented writer, so Eric tells me. Well, I just keep putting one word after another, that's all I do. Eric's the man with the talent around here. Have you heard about the Library of Atmospheres? No, pray do tell me. It sounds fascinating. No, 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 no. No, Barry, we haven't got time for that now. That bin at the Riverside Walk will be overflowing by now. Tomorrow then, Malcolm. I had to shout out of the window, because Eric had already started driving. I shall look forward to it. Goodbye, Eric. Eric tooted the horn gently to say goodbye. Awoke a baby in a pram and startled the resting pigeon, but we left all that behind us and headed with all speed for the riverside walk. Well, why did you tell Malcolm about the library of atmospheres? He won't be interested in that. He's a clever man. I don't know, Eric. I thought you'd have told him. What do you speak to him about anyway? You can't just talk about roses and dog shit. Oh, oh, we talked about everything. Anything and everything. Oh, my Malcolm is a very interesting man, and I've not met any men like him before. Are you in love, Eric? I was married once, you know. He looked thoughtfully through the windscreen. You've never told me that before. She was a wonderful woman. But 
Something was wrong. Just wasn't quite right. What was the name? Deirdre. She was a wonderful woman. Well, I'm just a humble bin man, but it looks to me as if you've fallen head over heels in love with our friend Malcolm now, Eric. We, me and Deirdre never had any problems in the bedroom. But there's more to love than that, Eric. What is love? That's what I'd like to know. That's uh, a good question. Like I say, I'm just a humble bin man. Well, well, well Malcolm's... He's a very interesting man. Talking to him, talking to Malcolm is not like talking to anyone else. It's as if I've just been muddling my, my way along and now he's told me life's not about emptying dog bins. It's just one big rose garden of roses. Maybe he's right. Uh, uh, well, I hope so. It's never too late to to change, is it? No, it's never too late. We'd reached the Riverside Walk by that time, where there were four bins all together. I went in one direction, and Eric went in the other. It might have just been my imagination, but as I looked back and watched him go on his own way, I could have sworn he was swaying more than usual. Drunk with love, I'd say.
done. 